Welcome to the Live Lucky Podcast, where we discuss the lucky strategies that bridge the gap between who you are and who you want to be. I'm your host, Blake Suzellis. Get ready to face the worst of yourself, shift your perspectives, deepen your love, and broaden your wisdom to live and lead others in a lucky life. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Live Lucky Podcast. Just welcome for those who have not heard uh, or joined us on this podcast before. Uh, just appreciate you being here. Uh, so today, um, I wanted to share actually a little bit more of a personal story. Uh, so, so many of you guys know that I last summer I was diagnosed with uh, chronic lymphatic leukemia. You know, which is a form of cancer. It affects the, the blood and the bone marrow. And so basically when um, there's infection or other things, your immune system uh, produces a bunch of extra white blood cells to try to defend anything that's going on. But what they end up doing is uh, basically crowding out all the healthy cells. And so it's an issue when your white blood cell count increases to a pretty high number. So uh, yesterday morning, um, I went to my oncologist, and this is something I go to every two months, you know, just to kind of see how my numbers are. Um, last summer when I was diagnosed with, with cancer, it, uh, my, my white blood cell count was, I want to say it was about 15,000 when I was diagnosed. Um, the normal high range, I think, is around 8,000 or something like that. Um, so two months ago when I went, it was actually at the end of September, um, my white blood cell count was at 60,000. So it's qu quite a bit higher than you really want that, right? Um, and so they just keep monitoring, waiting, watching. That's kind of the stage that I'm in. They're not actually saying, hey, we need to do treatment yet. Um, mainly because I'm not having any excessively actively growing lymph nodes. I'm not having night sweats or any of these other symptoms you'd be watching out for uh, when it's like, okay, you know, your body's needing some additional help here. Um, so, you know, I've been doing a lot of uh, watching my diet and movement and, and all these things. And I know I've shared some of these things on the podcast with you guys and, um, but not only that, about a week or two ago, I can't remember exactly when it was, I was talking about you know, cancer as the shadow and what it is that our cancer is trying to teach us. Well, since then, I actually had uh, someone message me that their, their son um, was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. And it really... I don't know, made me think maybe that was just a terrible podcast to put out there because it's like, I don't, it, it was just really hard. It was really hard for me to hear that. And, and, you know, he was trying to understand, well, what is this cancer in my son trying to teach me? And, um, and in that podcast that I was sharing, I was saying it from a personal experience of, you know, my, the, the cancer that's in my body right now, how is it allowing me to grow? How is it, what is it teaching me? Not necessarily if my kids had cancer, that'd be a very different experience. Um, 
So anyway, that was something that has been kind of weighing heavy on my heart and uh, been thinking a lot about him and his family. Um, but also then, so two months ago, I got my blood count, like I said, and it was, my white blood cells were at 60,000. Well, yesterday, I, like I said, I've been practicing a lot of meditation, walking, you know, doing certain diets and you know, all these things to try to give my body the best chance and, and finding out what my body is teaching me in, in terms of, of health, you know, and just uh, happiness and, you know, all those things. Um, and my white blood cell count back came back yesterday at almost 75,000. So in the past two months, it's um, increased about, you know, it was a little over, it was 14,000-something, you know, uh, points. But um can't say that I, I mean, I was feeling pretty discouraged, disappointed yesterday. Not, not so much that uh, I was thrown in the towel of like, okay, why am I doing any of this stuff that I'm doing? And, you know, but at the same time, I was like, okay, so my plan isn't working. You know, that was kind of what I was experiencing the emotions of all this, you know, but kind of going back to this. So my plan isn't working, you know, and uh, so I was tr really trying to think. So I need to reevaluate my plan. What, what do I want to change? <clears throat> and it's a really interesting thing when you're, you're trying to uh, deal with something that, you know, there, there's not a lot of answers out there. You know, and so you're really trying to spend a lot of time reflecting on your own experience and trying things, but you know, there's just not a lot of um, help or guidance really when it comes to chronic lymphatic leukemia. You know, it's kind of just like watch and wait, and then if something happens, then you do chemo or radiation or whatever. You know, and it's there's it doesn't seem like they they focus much on giving any kind of hope that you can have much influence over what it's doing in your body. <clears throat> Which, of course, I mean, you can imagine that that doesn't feel real good, you know, feeling like you're completely out of control. Um, so, again, I'm trying to focus what I do have control over, you know, We've talked about this, you know, the basic four, sleep, making sure I'm getting plenty of sleep every night, you know, diet. I've been doing a lot of, well, we've been, my wife and I have both been doing intermittent fasting. So we'll fast anywhere from 18 to 20 hours a day to really kind of give my body time to heal and, you know, to do what it needs to do. And, you know, movement. So I've been out getting movement every single day and working on my stress level and, um, you know, connection, really making sure that I'm connecting with people, you know, in deep ways. And so really focused on all the things that I have control over. And so, like I said, when I got that news yesterday that my, with with all of this focus that I've put on, um, trying to give my body a really good chance um, and seeing my numbers go up 15,000 points, like I said, you can imagine that was really discouraging. Now, this is not an unusual experience for us as human beings, right? I mean, we experience disappointment, discouragement, and even like many grieving experiences every single day. You know, I mean, it can be from, you know, I wanted to have time to be able to do something and 
I ran out of time that day. And so I literally have a mini grieving experience, you know, because I'm feeling sad that I didn't get to do it. I'm feeling angry that it didn't happen. And then I'm kind of questioning, you know, well, what if I would have done this? And why, why did I would, you know, so I'm going through this little mini grieving experience every single day, you know, in multiple different ways. Um, so it's not an unusual experience that we're dealing with disappointment. and But what do we do with it when we are experiencing it, you know? And so I'm sharing some of my story to uh, maybe give you some ideas of maybe how to deal with disappointment. You know, because oftentimes, you know, like the title of this, you know, I give up. Oftentimes we can go to that when we feel disappointed or discouraged. Um, some other people, it's like, nope, I'm going to go quite the opposite direction and I'm going to fight even harder, you know, and these are strategies, you know, um, and, and th- that's the behavior, that's the action. Um, so either giving up or avoiding or trying to over control and, and kind of go full force into the opposite. Um, <clears throat> So those are strategies, you know, and and I would say my strategy yesterday dealing with that disappointment was first feel the feelings, you know. I was sad. You know, I was sad that these numbers went up. Um, I was angry, you know, that it's like I've been trying these different things. My plan's not working. I wouldn't say that I got near a place of I'm a failure or anything like that, but it was just... I was sad and angry my plan wasn't working, you know, uh, and kind of then re, kind of going through that plan of, okay, what do I need to change? What do I need to add? What do I need to take away or spend more time on or not spend time on? And, you know, again, focusing on what we have control over. Um, and, <clears throat> and even part of my process uh, and even part of my plan is surrender. There is a point and a part in my plan that has to do with surrender and just recognizing, you know, I am just going to trust that no matter what, it's going to be okay, you know, no matter what, it and it will be ultimately okay. I'm not worried about the ultimate outcome, but at the same time, I do want to make sure that I'm doing what I can. Um, so anyway, so this is all the stuff that I was dealing with yesterday and uh, last night, my wife and I, we go on a walk every night, take the dog out, and, um, you know, I was just sharing, you know, about some of these feelings and thoughts I was having, and uh, she asked me such a profound question, and um, it really took me back, and she asked me, what would you have changed over the past two months? And I just thought about that. In that moment, I didn't have an answer for her because I'm like, well, I don't know. Um, And I've been thinking about it ever since, and this is the next morning I'm recording this podcast. Um, And I still don't have an answer. And what really ultimately what I'm saying is I really enjoy my life. And I realize that these numbers that I'm getting on a piece of paper or on my phone app from my chart, you know, they don't define me. They don't define my happiness. They don't define, I mean, the truth is, guys, I am feeling really, really good. Like I said, 
I'm moving every day. I, my energy is really good. Like I'm excited about life every single morning. Like I really am living a wonderful life, you know? And uh, it just really made me think, am I really going to give that much power to these numbers on this piece of paper? You know, I was taking a shower this morning and still thinking about all this stuff. Like I said, this is, you know, it, it really, I'm still trying to work through this whole grieving process and uh, giving it the time it needs, you know. And, um, but I was really thinking, like, so I can continue to feel disappointed and discouraged. That's an option. That's a strategy, you know. And I don't want to take it off the table, Um but at the same time, I realized, but I also can experience gratefulness, you know, and not to say that I just want to push off any emotions, negative emotions. You know, like I said, I want to feel the feelings. I want to work through and kind of get through all those emotions and thoughts. And um, but ultimately, I still have control over my emotions and I still have the power of choice. I still can be grateful for the experiences I've had these past two months, you know? And it's just like, I'm living a wonderful life. I really am. And I, I don't mean that flippantly or anything. Like, I get to wake up. I love going for a walk in the woods. And I do that every single morning. I come back and I love meditating. I just spending time with myself and just being quiet. And I love that. I love that time with myself. You know, I really love what I do in terms of recording these podcasts. Uh, I love doing the Live Lucky Therapy program and leading that and guiding other people to finding you know, their best selves and who they want to be. I love being a counselor and a coach and, and a trainer, you know, for the Live Lucky Therapy program. And um, I love the people that are around me and, and surround me in my life and, and are part of my life. And um, a piece of paper and the numbers on that piece of paper, they don't change any of that. And that's really what I came down to. Uh, as I was working through this grieving process today. No matter what, that number doesn't change these past two months. You know, I don't know what the future's going to bring. I'm going to continue to have hope that it's going to be amazing. You know, and I'm going to keep working to do what I can do. I'm not giving up. I'm not throwing in the towel. But I also am not going to try to over-control either. And I think that's one thing that I want to make sure that I'm finding some balance there and that maybe I enjoy that feeling of surrender and trust and letting go a little bit more. Maybe that's actually influencing some stress that I need to let go out of my body. You know, I'm going to continue to switch my strategies around to see what I can change and what I can do differently or, you know, I'm not going to give up on that. But at the same time, I'm also not going to let these numbers define me, you know? And I just want to invite you guys into that too. You know, y your struggle might not be with white blood cell count. Your might, yours might be some other kind of, you know, maybe it's the numbers on a scale. Maybe it's the, the, the percentage you're getting in school, you know, in that class, or, or that number you got on a, a paper or a test, you know, maybe 
there is some kind of, or maybe it's your age. You're defining yourself by your age and not giving yourself the credit you deserve. But really, are these numbers, are we going to let these numbers define us? Can it really, well, I mean, we can give them that kind of power. We really can. Or we have the choice to recognize, you know what, this number doesn't take away from the joy I can experience every day, the things I can do and experience every day, you know? I don't know. I really hope that um, those of you tuning in today, that you needed to hear this. And um, I don't know what you need to take away from this today, but I, I do hope that you got what you needed. And how does this help you to lead lucky? How does not defining yourself by a number help you to lead lucky? Well, I think it's important for yourself as an individual, as a leader, you know, recognizing no number defines you, but also recognizing that metrics are there for a reason. Like we use metrics in, you know, employee um, evaluations and, you know, just all the metrics we use in business. And they are important. I'm not saying that we should stop doing metrics. We need those to help us learn and grow. But don't let those define anybody on your team or your children either. They're not just a number either. Right? There's so much more. You're so much more. They're so much more than a number. So, um, guys, just thanks so much for tuning in today. And I hope that this, in some small or even big way, that this was gave you some hope and maybe some new perspective today. Now, remember, guys, living lucky is not living alone. If this really impacted you today, just take a moment right now. Message a friend, you know, someone who it's like, you know what? It doesn't even have to be about, you know, they need to hear this today. It's not not about that. Share your experience of what did this mean to you today and share that podcast with them. Create some deep, meaningful relationship and conversation around it. You know, that's the good stuff in life, guys. So again, living lucky is not living alone. Don't keep this to yourself. Share your experience of what this meant to you today. And uh, thank you guys so much for continuing to join with me here. And uh, we're just going to continue to keep going, guys. We're not giving up, right? We're going to keep moving forward and working on living lucky. And I can't wait to talk more about that next time. All right, guys, have a great day. 